Hello, everyone, and welcome to today's Call to Action podcast. Today, we are joined by a very special guest. His name's Charlie Sharp. He is a member of the Western Michigan Broncos men's soccer program, who you guys are on a roll right now. Uh, Charlie, uh, welcome to our show. Thank you. It's a pleasure to be here. Yeah. So I want to start out first. Um, you know, what what has been going? You guys dropped your first match of the season, but but since then, yeah, you've been rolling, uh, knocking off three Big Ten teams. Uh, just what, what's been working for you guys right now? Yeah, so uh, we, we got off, you know, our schedule to begin was very strong. Uh, something that we wanted to do to start the season was, you know, see how we could compete with the best teams in the country. Um, and obviously the first result of the season at Butler didn't go our way. Um, but Butler, Butler is a quality team, and uh, we know that. We, we were disappointed with the result, but... We bounced back soon with uh, the Michigan State game going on the road there. Unbelievable atmosphere. And uh, we were able to beat them one to zero and then returned home against Wisconsin for our uh, Broncos soccer fest. Uh, the crowd there was unbelievable as well. And uh, we actually scored with one second left that game to win. So that was one of the more emotional uh, endings I've ever had in my career here. Uh, Jonathan Robinson had one of the coolest goals I've ever seen. The celebration was unreal after the game. Uh, and then from there, we go on the road to Northwestern, uh, another Big Ten team, third straight. And uh, that was that was uh, one of the more dominating wins we had all season. We went on the road there and a nice 3-0 win. Uh, Jalen Shannon, our center back, had two goals, which is always nice to see when your center back can, get two, can uh, net two goals. And then uh, – Went on the road again to IPFW, got another great win there. And then this past weekend on Sunday, we hosted uh, St. Thomas. And uh, that was another good result for us as well. And now we head into MAC play uh, on a roll, five straight, uh, looking to make it six. Now, who in MAC play do you think is going to give you some of your toughest competition? Uh, that's a good question. I think whatever game we're playing, especially on the road, it is really hard to win on the road in the MAC. Uh, so wherever we're going, it's going to be a tough game. Now, now you've had back-to-back -back Player of the Week honors, right? Back-to-back Mac Player of the Not Week. Not me first. I just got this past week, but oh, my, just um, Western. My other Dylan Singh actually got okay. Player of the Week last week. But this past week, you had six points, right? Six points in the week, I believe. Yes. Okay. Yes. And um, I mean, what personally for you? You talk about the team, but this past week and throughout the season, what uh, you know, what if maybe you have have you improved anything? I mean, t talk about your game a little. Um, I don't, I think everything that I've been doing this week, I've been doing all season, just I've been a bit luckier to maybe finish a couple chances and uh, maybe include a couple teammates with a couple assists, but everything I've done this week, I've, you know, I haven't worked harder or anything like that. I've, I've just been determined the whole season. Um, so it's, it's finally nice when you get a couple goals to go your way. I guess what I was getting at, not, not so much like this past week versus the rest of the season, but anything that you're doing this year that you didn't do last year, anything that you worked on off season, you're pretty much standard and getting, getting more chances. Yeah. I mean, this summer I, I went out on the East coast, played with a really, really, really good team, uh, Seacoast United. Uh, spent a lot of time working on finishing there, getting bigger, faster, stronger, lifting some weights, stuff like that. Okay. Yeah. That's awesome. And now soccer is one of those sports you gen generally start out probably in 
I don't know. I know I started in kindergarten and I just played like the super small little field. Um, how early did you begin playing soccer? Probably about the same, same age as you. I think I was around six or seven. You know, I would, I was in a little tiny rec league in my local community. Um, and I, I played with a lot of my friends growing up. So that was a lot of fun. Um, kind of nice to reminisce on those days, you know, stress-free, just getting to play with your buddies all the time. Um, but yeah, I was, I was quite young, just like you. Quite young. And when did your love for soccer really start to grow to the point where you were like, I, you know what, I want to play in college? I would say right around freshman or sophomore year in uh, college, or not college, high school, um, my club coach kind of, you know, starting, starting to tell me that some college coaches were interested and that kind of sparks, sparks some interest in me as well. Um, kind of made me realize, Hey, maybe this is achievable. Maybe I can go play somewhere well. And luckily enough, you know, Chad Wiseman and the coaching staff, you know, found me and were able to give me an opportunity to play at Western. And that's, that's where my question was going to lead. Why? I know you're a Michigan guy. Uh, but what, what about Western Michigan? Was it, um, why, why become a Bronco? Um, well, again, Chad Wiseman and his staff, they, uh, they were really one of the only schools that did recruit me. So, um, I did, I did really appreciate that from them. And then also my high school coach, Mark Howell was a WMU alum. So it was, he was also in my ear a little bit saying, Hey, like check this school out. You know, you know, I have a lot of love for this school. Um, and that was right during my high school season when they were recruiting me. So he was always in my ear about it. And then when I came on the visit here, um, Josh Ross, who isn't here anymore, but you know, I love that man. Uh, he, he took me on a great visit, showed me around at Kalamazoo. And from there on, I, I really liked the city. I really liked the school and then the team as well. Um, I thought it was a great team to join. Yeah. And tell us a little bit about coach Wiseman off the field. Oh, he's a great man. Uh, he's, he's really passionate for what he believes in. Uh, he's really, really st sticks to his cores in a, in a tough way. Um, and whether you hate it or love it, you're, you're going to have to adjust to what he, what he wants. And, you know, I think he shapes you into a better man, um, whether you realize it or not. You know what, um, <clears throat> you talk about growing up and playing soccer. Were there any other sports that you played growing up? Yeah, so I played baseball in elementary school, and then basketball was actually my favorite sport growing up. Uh, I played that all the way up in the high school as well with soccer, and then I kind of had to decide from there what I wanted to do, and it just so happened to be soccer. Who's your favorite NBA team? The Pistons. Oh, I'm so sorry. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I, I love Detroit sports. Uh, I really hope the Lions are pulling through this year. They're looking good. They are. Did you watch Hard Knocks? I did, yes. Yeah, it was great. I, I haven't gotten through, which now the season starts, so I feel like I'm like late to the game, but I watched like the first three or four. Um, yeah, they got they got a coach that, uh, I mean, Dan Campbell's the man. I mean, that oh, yeah. guy, I think, I think I'd run through a brick wall for that guy. He's, he's awesome, but well, yeah, good win for the Lions. Um, and, and you're... I, a Pistons fan. I mean, yeah, to Normandy's point, you know, whatever Pistons, but um, <laughs> I, don't, I don't have much to say about the Pistons, but the Lions. Um, yeah, I think, I think good things are on the horizon. Let's hope. <laughs> hey, we, we have the same here. I'm a lifelong Cleveland Browns uh, fan and uh, it's the same, 
you know, same yeah, deal here. So yeah, I, I, think exactly the, I think the Lions have a shot at the NFC North in like three to four years. I think that's what Aaron Rodgers told Big Cat. Like three to four. <laughs> Come on now. It's definitely this year. This uh, year, hey, why not? Why not? In the NFL, it can happen. Of any league, I feel like the NFL can um you can like flip it really quick. It, it's very true, very true. And although I am I am a Packers fan. Through and through, I will say MCDC it is one of those guys that, like you said, you would run through a brick wall for. Yeah, he tells yeah. you to do something and you're doing it. What, um, so recently when we talk about soccer, I'm, I want to ask you, like, well, I'll ask you the question first. Like, what makes soccer so great for like someone maybe that watches only football and basketball and doesn't really get into soccer? Why is soccer such a amazing sport? Now they don't call it the beautiful game for no reason, but um, I think what makes soccer so beautiful to me is um, it's not like other sports. It's, it's, it's free flowing. There's not set plays and stuff like that. Anything can happen. I like, it is so unpredictable what can happen in the game. Um, 90 minutes, the clock doesn't stop stuff like that. It's just, it's, it's so free flowing and unpredictable and ever changing. There's just, you can't even put it in the words what kind of game it is because, uh, again, it is very unpredictable. Okay. And, and my follow-up, so about I'll admit, like, I wasn't a big, like, I don't know, I didn't, I played soccer, like, in kindergarten and all through elementary school and all that, but didn't really watch it. But the last two months, I was sitting around with a couple of buddies actually from here in the office, and they said, you know, you, you really need to get in the Premier League. Like, it's amazing, like, Saturday mornings, like, you know, and I'm like, all right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pick a team. And so I've picked a team uh, two months ago. And who who's your Premier League team? Well, I want to hear yours first, so I know if I like you or not. <laughs> <laughs> my 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 team. So I'll tell you the story. Actually, going on a tangent here. So I said, okay, well, let me look at the matches for this weekend. I looked at the matches, and and this was again two months ago. And Tottenham played Chelsea, and I said, all right, they're going to play for my f- fandom. Like whoever wins is who I'm going to go with. And of course they tied. (laughs) So I was stuck, but I went with Tottenham because Chelsea was up in that match and Tottenham came back and their coach, uh, Conte was like, that dude was fiery. So I'm like, I love this guy. I love this Harry Kane guy. Like, and I'm talking to you like, listen, I'm two months into premier league. So I don't know, like the son dude, like I just loved all these guys on the team. So I'm a Tottenham and they like haven't lost in at least a Premier League match since I've become a fan. So I think I'm good luck charm. Thoughts? That's a good team. I'm I'm happy you chose Tottenham. But okay. my team, I support Liverpool. I love Liverpool okay. through and through. Okay. Well, now I I mean I I watch. I don't know if since I've uh, I don't think I've seen Liverpool play uh, Tottenham. Those are the only it's the only match I've watched though. I only watch Tottenham matches so far. But I'm getting into it. Like you said, like there's some like in the last few seconds or the the extra time, right? It's, it's, uh, it's amazing what can happen. So I'm really getting into it. And I also love waking up at like seven, seven thirty, and there's something on to watch already. What, you know, even before we have to come in here to the office to watch football games, it's, it's great. I'm getting into it. I'm getting into it. So yeah. Harry, figure, I was fun to get up for. Yeah. But Harry Kane's the man. I got it. Right? Yeah. The guy's good. I love Harry Kane. I got to get into it. Like you said, though, like the buzzer beater against Wisconsin, anything can happen. I mean, that literally happened 
within the last few seconds. And I love the soccer celebrations when they score a goal and they slide. What is your go-to celebration? You know, I, I do love a good knee slide, but a lot of the times the pitch is not wet enough and, you know, you'll tear up your knees on the field. So usually, you know, just, you know, run to the corner and hug all your boys, really. That's good. That's good. Hug all your boys celebration. I don't know. I don't, I, anyone ever do like the, I guess you need a web for that too. Like the, the slide on your stomach one, you know, that's a, yeah, a little penguin slide. Penguin slide. Is that, that, all right. Penguin slide like Again, that. Yeah. You'd have to like, get a like pretty wet pitch for that. Oh yeah. Yeah. So what looking ahead to uh, Mac play here, I know we talked about, you know, that every match is tough, but um, you know, ultimate goal, uh, is is not only probably winning the MAC championship, but getting back to the NCAA tournament. You know, what do you guys have to keep going um, with what you're doing right now to to get those goals accomplished? I think just taking it game by game. We we host NIU this uh, Friday. Uh, NIU is the reigning MAC champions, so it's always nice when you can host the champions in the first game of the season. Um, and if we win that game, we'll we'll be in a great position to look onto the next and see where that takes us. Obviously, you want to win all your home games and see what you can do on the road. Um, Akron is in the uh, top 15 right now. They're always looking solid. We're actually receiving votes right now in the top 25. So I think if we win a couple more games, we'll definitely slide in there. But really, we're looking forward in the team success this year. Just take it game by game and uh, you know, look at the scouting report that the coaches put together for each game and watch some film on them and uh, see where the season takes us. And what are some personal goals that you have? Obviously, you just said as a team, taking it game by game. But personally, what do you want to see at the end of this year? Uh, obviously, you know, you want to be a first team all Mac kind of guy, maybe first team all region. Uh, you know, going off of last season, you know, you always want to improve on what you got last season. So personally, would love to see that. But, you know, in the end, I would love to just win a Mac championship. That's great. Um, while you were talking, I thought this is back to my question about the Premier League. Sorry. Um, while you're on here, you're going to answer some questions for me because I, I didn't. So this, the one thing I don't understand yet is like they played Premier League like uh, the Lions would play an NFL season. But then all of a sudden, this other league comes out of nowhere, like that they have to play like two leagues, like they're playing in this Champions League all of a sudden. Yeah, the Champions League. So what's the most important thing? What, what am I really rooting for? I mean, you always want to win, but what's the like, what's the best thing to win? I would say the Champions League is the, the, the highest of the high, the best okay. trophy to win. I mean, you're the champions of Europe, uh, whereas, you know, if you win the Premier League, you're just the champions of England. Gotcha. All right. That's that's a perfect breakdown. Champions League. And that's where Tottenham lost. So now, now I'm going to be pacing the next match because we need to get our act together. I'll talk, yeah. to, the, I'll talk to the boys. We are Champions right. League is like the best teams from every single league in the world, or not the world, but Europe. Europe. Uh, they all compete against each other in like a, a bracket kind of style. Yeah. So. Okay. All right. Champions League. Got it. Cool. See, learning something here on the podcast. Love it. What uh, one one thing we we always do? Um, we want to know about you a little bit off the off the pitch. Uh, what types of things do you like to do when you're not practicing or playing soccer? Uh, I really like to be outside. You know, I, I love golfing. I like disc golfing. I like just going on walks, jogs, just anything that can, uh, you know, put me in nature. I love being outside. 
Um, but I would say my number one favorite thing to do is golf. A lot of guys on the, on the team here, we love to golf together. It was just actually out golfing last night with a couple of my teammates. So whenever we get the chance to go do something outside, the weather's nice before, before these Michigan winter hits, uh, you know, we're going to take advantage of the nice weather. It's Jeremy's magic word, golf. Yeah, no, I, I was going to say, we do a lot of these. We've talked to a lot of student athletes since uh, Normandy started like two months ago and football players. And I really feel like, have you always golfed? I, I feel like COVID brought a lot of people to the game of golf or that they golf more now since COVID um, because the answer just pops up a lot more. Like I played before, but then I really started playing with COVID. Like I would yeah. only get out maybe like a handful of times. And now I'm, I'm in a league. I like, I just, that's what I do. So was that the case for you? Did you play like less pre COVID and now you play more or no? Uh, no, I, I was, I was always, I was playing before COVID, but I would say that during COVID I did get out and play a lot. Um, you know, there wasn't much else to do. So. Right. It's the one thing COVID, you could do. Yeah. COVID did uh, expand my game a little bit. Okay. Who's uh who's, are you the best golfer on the, on your squad or who's your, who's your best competition? You know, that's debatable. Uh, you know, I think I'm the best, but you know, that's up to, that's up to other people, not up to me. All right. Well then who's, who's your best competition on the team? Um, probably Kyle Scott. Okay. Kyle Scott. Yeah. Okay. I got to start keeping score when I golf and I, I never do. I feel like it wouldn't be too bad though. So a guy in our office, I'll, I won't name him right now because in the case people listen to this, I, well, I'll name him. Jeff Bacon in our office. He's our deputy commissioner. He, um, so he is like, he's a little older than me and he hits it like right down the middle, but not really, like really far, but he's like, every swing's the same. It kind of goes down, but then he kind of gets in trouble around the greens and stuff. So he'll like score the first three, four or five holes. And then I finally told him like he'll put cues down or he won't keep score after a while. But now we got to a, a scoring system with happy faces and frown faces. So, oh, okay. so he'll just say, put me down for it. And the scorecard looks hilarious because everyone else has score. And then he's got like little smiles and frowns, mostly frowns, to be honest. Sorry, Jeff. But yeah, um, it's a funny, it's a funny way. My stepsister actually, um, she lives in San Diego and, that's how like she'll golf sometimes, even, even though she is pretty good, but yeah, that's a new way, but yeah, golf. Um, everything you said is I, I totally agree with. So, I mean, it's, it's great to get out there and it's the ultimate game where you're just playing to, to try and compete with yourself. Right. And try to be better. And you could have an awful round. And then the last like three, four five holes, you just turn it on and you're like, Oh yeah. Next time I come on, we shoot even par and then, you know, something else falls apart. It's amazing. With all the golfers that we have within the league, I feel like we definitely do need to create either like a whole golf tournament or maybe even barstool style mini golf. And let's really challenge those putting skills. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we should have. Yeah, I wish we could get some like I'd love to know then obviously take out the, the student athletes that golf in our conference i think it'd be the best clearly but uh for everyone else non-golfers i'd love to know like the best golf for in the in the all the mac across all sports pit teams against teams let's do it we got a new (laughs) social aspect that we're trying to cover here we love to do that 
<laughs> Perfect. Perfect. Yeah, just throw a big like every every sport you can put together for some. You know, here, here's Western Michigan men's soccer versus. Oh, I got mine, so I'm ready. You got who? Who's your foursome? Um, probably Kyle Scott, uh, Mike Melrani, our our captain on our team, and then uh, hmm, probably Dylan Singh. He's just getting into golf, but you know. He's a lefty. Could could use him on some of the other holes when uh, that you know not not our favorable shot. Okay. Does coach golf? Yes, yes. Yeah. Most all the coaching staff golfs. Uh, actually, this this summer we went on like a team bonding trip up to Boeing Mountain, and uh, one of the days we the, the boys on the team went to the beach, and the coaching staff actually went out golfing. So uh, they they had a good time. They love to golf. So it's good. Now do you. Do you- Oh, sorry. One more, oh, one more question. I know. Um, is there like, um, do you watch it as much as play? Do you watch golf on the weekend too, or no? Yeah, I like watching golf, but I, I would say my favorite sport to watch is probably soccer. Yeah, I love watching the Premier League on the weekends. And I just then, didn't know if yeah. you had like a bucket list, like one golf event that you would always that you would love to go to. Oh, well, obviously the Masters, but yeah. you know that's 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 pretty hard to get into. Yeah, some say the Masters. I think I'd do the Ryder Cup. I think oh, just yeah. hearing the Ryder Cup seems like I, I think I would put that actually. It's crazy, but I would put it against uh, above the Masters because it's just more cheering and, you know, the competition aspect of it gets pretty heated. It's cool. Yeah, a little bit more fun for the fans. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead, Normie. Sorry, my golf talk's over. Oh, you're fine. I was just going to say now there's several soccer legends that I can just name off, but. Who specifically comes to mind that you really try to shape your game after? Uh, Cristiano Ronaldo. He's my favorite player to watch. He's He was kind of my idol growing up. You know, it was always him and Messi growing up, but Ronaldo was the one who, you know, I was watching the most just because he was on the Premier League and stuff like that. So definitely CR7 and maybe uh, a little bit of like mm, Tierra Henry. I like Henry as well. Ronaldo's got some swagger too. Oh yeah. <laughs> no Harry Kane. Sorry, gotta bring it back to my guy. <laughs> well, if we're talking, if we're talking strikers right now, I mean, my favorite, my favorite. Well, Luis Suarez. Just when I started becoming a Liverpool fan, kind of fell in love with Luis Suarez, and then he he dipped on Liverpool and went to Barcelona. But strikers right now, I would say Harry Kane's one of my favorites as well. Nice. See, look at that. Look at that. Yeah. Guys like scores every every match. It's amazing. No. Um, go ahead. I was say, have you ever? This is. I mean, this in the best possible way. But have you ever seen Meet the Robinsons? I don't think so. No. <laughs> no, because it's like the movie where he like travels to the future and he meets his like family in the future, but he's like technically an orphan. Anyway, your hair, the blonde kid, it very much reminds me of the blonde kid from Meet the Robinsons, minus the thing. And I thought that yesterday when I saw the Player of the Week post, I'm like, oh, my gosh, he's got, like, poopy blonde hair. I'm like, Meet the Robinsons. You know, I actually, I do think I, I may have seen that before, but I just can't remember. It's been a while. Uh, yeah, it's been a while since I saw that, but I have no idea. Like, I always associate people to, like, different characters and stuff like that, and I'm like, you're the kid from Meet the Robinsons. Can't even tell you his name, though. For for those listening to the podcast, you'll have to go on our call to action Twitter. Look up 
meet the Robinsons. I'm just going to post a picture of Charlie yeah. and this kid, like <laughs> side by side. Separated, that separated <laughs> a birth picture. Yeah, no. <laughs> no, Charlie, I mean, I, I think, um, I don't know. I, I don't know if you have anything else, Normandy, but um, no, it, was, it was great to talk to you. Uh, great to hear about what all is going on with uh, W. WMU soccer. Oh, I did one one thing. Where 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 are the go to spots? You know, we always travel. We ask everyone that comes on here. You know, like when we come to town, if I'm going to Kalamazoo, give me three places that I I got to get to. You got to get to. Yeah, we're we talking food or you know, uh, just 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 any what, what first three things that you're like. These are three places. It it doesn't matter what it is. Okay, so number one, I would say Waldo's. They got the best wings I've ever had. Okay. Um, you got to get the wings there. Number two, hmm, I would say Sweetwater's. They got the, some of the best donuts I've ever had as well. Those donuts are incredible. You got to check out Sweetwater's donuts. And then number three, hmm, let me think, let me think. Oh, Kyoto Hibachi. That's huh. that's my favorite place to go eat for dinner. The Hibachi place. It's delicious. Now, uh, what kind of wings are you getting from Waldo's? Uh, they got these barbecue, like charcoal. You put them, they, they put them on the grill for a little bit longer, make them a little bit extra crispy. So, gotcha. I've been to two of those three. Haven't been to the Hibachi place. Been to Waldo's. Okay. Uh, have, did not get the wings, though. And then, you uh, gotta get the wings is the best thing there. And uh, oh, Sweetwater, Sweetwater! I was in town when PJ Fleck. Um, I've been at the Mac for a while, but when PJ, when College Game Day came to Kalamazoo and they did their show, and the, like the day before, the day when we went there, they had like specialized donuts for like the Kirk Herb Street donut and the Desmond Howard donut. Like they had all these donuts, so we went and got yeah, them. No. That, I I agree with that. That's that's a solid place. My my third place, um, is the Kalamazoo uh, beer exchange. I've never seen a place like that before um, where the, the concept. And so I, I've always thought it was awesome. And it's basically like Normie down. It's like a stock market, yeah. but for beer, <laughs> really? which is I just, never, I don't know. Never been to Kalamazoo. So I'm once again, oh. taking notes. So many places. I also want to ask, are you dipping your Midwest guy? So are you dipping your wings in blue cheese or ranch? This is important to me. Yeah, no, this is important to me as well. But I uh, personally, I hate blue cheese, so it's got to be ranch. Applause. Just mad applause. <laughs> it's got to be the ranch. And then also, what kind of donut are you getting? Are you getting just like a glaze, cream filled? Ooh. You know, the thing is, they have so many good donuts there. But if I had to pick one, probably the, just the classic glaze. They have such good glaze donuts. Good to know. Yeah, I remember, I remember that place. That place was that place was really good. It was packed too because everyone was coming down. So, well, good. We got we have our travel things uh, once again. But hey, I would throw the beer exchange in there. It's just a really neat concept. I don't know why more cities don't have that. Like big cities. Like if you put one of those places in downtown Cleveland, I think that it would just erupt. Like I don't know, but it's cool because that's the only place I know. They might there might be one in Detroit now. I thought I saw one the last time we were there, but. Um, well, no, good stuff, Charlie. Uh, we appreciate you taking the time today. It was great speaking with you. Uh, you know, I'll, I'll uh, pay attention to Liverpool a little more. Um, I mean, they're no match for the Spurs, 
probably, we'll but see. You know, we'll see. We'll see. But uh, I'm getting into it, and uh, look forward to you and your your squad uh, taking on Mac play, and uh, you know, hopefully, you, you attain all those team and personal goals moving forward. Yeah. Thank you. Thank, thank you. Thank you. Yep. Go Broncos. Goes.